This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. The first thing I want you to know is that the kingdom of God is ruled by love. Is ruled by what? By love. That is why 1 John 4, 4 made us to realize that the highest accolade or the highest address you can give to God or the way you can best identify God is love. The Bible says God is love. And you see, this expression of God's love towards us is so special. And that is why the, Jesus Christ says something, say, new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. He said, it is by this that men will know that you are my disciples indeed if you have love one for another. You, and I, as a minister of God, I have discovered every time that God will use me to be a blessing to others, I have discovered that I must have deep love in my heart towards them. The gift of the Spirit operates on the platform of God's love. If you don't love people, God will not use you as instrument to bless them. Even when you don't have the capacity or the ability to be of help to somebody, the moment there is a depth of love inside of you for that person, one way or the other, God will give you ability that you don't have, resources that you don't have to become a blessing to the people. Now, this takes me to something that the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you and pay attention. I was a very young boy when the Lord started manifesting himself to me. I was in a church. Pay attention to this. Don't miss it. I was in a church. And that church was a growing church. Signs and wonders do happen. And then in those days, I'm talking about 30 years ago. So that you can know how young I was then. I was a really young chap. But right from when I was young, the Lord was manifesting himself to me. Now, I was in this church. There was a woman in that church. That woman was very committed. I might, some of you might have heard what, this testimony, but God wants me to repeat it specifically for somebody. So listen. This woman was very committed. When we talk about commitment in those days, we're talking about people who regularly we go out in the morning for money cry. When you are going out, be led by the Spirit and make sure you are covered in the blood of Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? This woman, we, we, so we, there's a team. In the, in the morning, we go out for money cry just to evangelize the environment and let people wake up and then we make them to know that Jesus is alive. Now, and then every Saturday, we go out for evangelism. Intense evangelism. I'm talking about 30 years ago. Listen to this. Then this woman, there's a bot in her life. The birth in her life was her only son. The only son of that woman was an imbecile. When that child is in church, you will feel pity for the woman. She's neither woman nor animal. She's always all over with Peter. And every time I see that woman, and I, and I, and I also can see the commitment and the love she had for God, my heart will be gripped with compassion. 
I was a young boy, but my heart would be grieved with intense compassion. And I would be praying that, Lord, please, if only because of the commitment of this woman, please heal this child. Wipe the tears of this woman away. Let there be a turnaround. That is just only my prayer. She's an elder. She's somebody that is much older than me. I can't approach her for anything. But that was my, the compassion in my heart. But you know what happened? The Lord saw the compassion in my heart. One night, the Lord appeared in a vision to me. It was, the church was almost like this. Altar like this. Then we have gallery like, like we have gallery. Then the Lord brought me to the gallery of the church. As the service was going on, he said, watch. Then I was watching. In the middle of the service, pay attention, that woman just got up. Grabbed hold of her child. He said, I'm tired. I prayed and prayed and prayed. I fasted and fasted and fasted. I've sown seed. I've been committed. Yeah, the Lord is not answering my prayer. I'm tired. I'm going. I'm going. Just grabbed the child and was walking out of the church in, in anger. And I said, Lord, 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 ah, please, Lord, Lord. Let, let, no. he, said, he said, this is the reason why I'm showing you this revelation. He said, son, that woman, she's almost reaching a point of frustration where her faith will fail. And we, she will soon pack up her Christianity. So I want to teach you something today that is relevant forever. He says, son, listen, I'm telling you what the Lord showed me, not that I read it. He says, son, whenever people are going through a problem, it's like a mountain in their life. He says, son, and if this problem has been there for a long time, that problem will become a big mountain that cannot be moved easily. He says, son, whenever there is a mountain in a, in a man's life and the person might have prayed, gone for prayer, special prayer, they have taken the person to the mountain, they went to the mountain and the valley and they have done all manners of prayer and the mountain re- refused to move. He says, son, I'm going to teach you the answer to every mountain. And I say, Lord, I'm listening. He say, and that is the solution to that woman's problem. He says, son, I'm going to teach you a formula today. It's called DBD. And I say, Lord, what is the meaning of DBD? He say, day by day. Let somebody say, day by day. I hope everybody's hearing me. Now, he said, let me break it down to you. He says, son, I said in my word that is my word not as fire? And is my word not as armor that breaks the rock in pieces? He says, son, every time that an individual or a family or a group of people, they are going through or facing a mountain that have refused to move, say the only thing that mountains cannot stand is the armor of the word. To me, it's like, word... He said, yes, son. He said, because every time there is a mountain and you locate my word that is relevant to that mountain, watch it now. If the, you, go, you went to the hospital and the doctor, after diagnosis, uh, after diagnosing, he said, oh, we are very sorry. It's like this thing is cancerous and it's terminal in nature. What is the first thing that will overwhelm that individual? Fear. And the Bible says fear has 
torment. First John chapter 4, verse 18. But you know what the Bible says? It says it is the perfect love of God that does what? That checks out fear. Now, and he told me, like that individual now, that they have given sentence of death, what do you think is the word that's relevant to that person? I shall not die, but live to declare the word of the law. That is the armor that will bring that mountain of death down. As long as that person embraces the sentence of death passed by the doctor, that individual will surely die. I'm saying the word surely die. Because most often than not, fear kills people faster than anything. I've told you in this church before, there was an incident. I'm putting story inside story. How many of you enjoy stories? Story inside story. There was an incident that happened. People were traveling in a bus and the bus tire busted. And they and they and then a woman shouted, yeah, Mokuo! Now, the bus stopped. Only the tire busted. The bus was able to collide with a side wall and then the bus stopped. And everybody started coming out. Who refused to come out? The woman. What happened to her? She was dead. What killed her? What killed her? Fear that found the expression through our words. Because why? Death and life is in the power of the tongue. So the Lord told me, He said, Son, you locate a word that is the size or relevant to that mountain. In the Bible, you have over 7,000 promises of God that are red hot, hammer against every mountain. So every size of mountain that you can ever face or you are going to face or you have faced before, there are words of God that are matching it. God has already made that available. Because the thing that most of us don't know is that the life of God is contained in his word. He said, the word that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So every time you speak the word of God, you are releasing God against that mountain. That is the power of, of God's word. Because God's DNA is programmed in his word. And the word of God as a Bible is powerless. Where's the Bible, please? Now, this day we don't come to church with Bible anymore. We have iPad and everything. Now, you see, this Bible as a book, as a paper, is powerless. So, that is why I pity those people who put Bible under their pillow when they are having torment. Say, Jesus' name, Jesus' name, depart from me, Jesus' name. Now, they will still come. The only, because this, the only one, this is letter. And the letter does what? Kill it. But it is the spirit of the world that gives life. And the spirit finds expression through your words. Because the angels of God, they are activated at the voice of your words. When your words become the words of God, or the words of God become your word, then that Bible becomes potent. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And then the Lord says to me, he says, son, locate the word, take the word, 
and then begin to apply the word against the mountain day by day consistently it says son note something every time that my word collides with any mountain at the first instance there is tremor he said not this Every time that there is a collision between my word and a mountain, the mountain is already cracking from the inside. But outside, it might not look so. But when you persist day by day, the crack will grow. And as you continue one day, surely the mountain will do what? Will level down. Say, but the trick of the wicked is because my people does not realize that every time my word collides with their mountain, there is a tremor. And the mountain is already cracking and giving way because they, they cannot see what is happening in the realm of the spirit. Some of them, when they are close for their mountain to crumble, the enemy will set discouragement in. And then the one that is saying, I shall not die, but live. We begin to say, Father, please, here I come. Take my spirit. And the day you change your confession, your mountain solidify back into place. Because everything that is contrary to the word of God will work contrary to the purpose of God's word. That is why I said that whenever I send my word, it does not return unto me void. It must accomplish the purpose for which I send it. Do you know that this is not the message I intended to preach? <laughs> but as I climb on the altar, this is what the Holy Spirit said I should say to people. That listen to me, wherever you are. The word of God is the answer to that mountain you are facing. Yes. You see, one thing about life, and I'm going to, because I'm going to conclude with prayer, listen to this. One thing about life is that in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there is a time, there is a, um, a time to every, no, no, a time, no, verse 2, a time to every purpose under the sun. And then there is a season for everything, verse 1. There is a season to everything and a time to every purpose under the sun. Now watch it now. Then in Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 21, the Bible says God is the one that changes time and season. Now watch it. Everything in life has their season. Yes, sir. Some mountain, some problem, God permit it is for a season. When that thing exits its season in your life, it becomes another thing. And then there are places that you are supposed to pass through that God allows because of what you must go through in life. But when the season to move or to change comes and you are still there, frustration will set in. That is why constantly you must baptize yourself and your destiny with the word of God. 
Because the word of God is the only instrument that has the ability to, to program your life to be on course. I tell you, frustration sets in when your season has changed and you are still in the same place. When your time has come and you are not yet manifesting, you begin to sense what? Frustration. Because there is time for every purpose under heaven. And life is in phases. You are in this phase today, you must leave and then move to another phase. The moment you remain in that phase, after a while, everything will begin to irritate you. I'm praying for anyone in this place that your season for change has come. And your time to experience divine turnaround is now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As I'm going to round up, I'm going to round up on this note. And please pay attention. I told you when I started that the greatest expression of God on the face of the earth is love. That is the reason why whenever God sees you and I, God will not address you by today. God address you by what? By your tomorrow. In Joshua chapter 6 verse 12, Joshua was a man that he felt defeated because the whole nation was under captivity. The Bible says Joshua was threshing wheat in a wine press. Joshua, uh, Judges chapter 6 verse 12. He said he was threshing wheat in a wine press. And then the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And he told him that Joshua, um, uh, George, um, uh, Gideon, you are a mighty man of valor. And the man was like, what is he talking about? God was addressing a man that felt he was a failure by the victory of tomorrow. If you are in this place, you did not come here by accident today. Do you know that I am not here by accident? It was because somebody must experience a divine turnaround in the mighty name of Jesus. So God began to speak to that guy, Gideon, and told Gideon, you are a mighty man of valor. God has favored you. Because one thing about God, God will call those things that be not as though they are. Do you know that people in this place that God is calling righteous today? God is calling them holy. God is calling them new creation. And then they look at them and say, God is calling them rich. God is calling them healed. God is calling them delivered. God is calling them lifted. God is even changing their name to breakthroughs. But they look at themselves. Pastor, what are you talking about? Because God called those things that be not as though they were. God looked at Abraham. He called Abraham a man that was barren at 100 years of age. What did he call him? Father of nation. And the man like, ah, father of who? When I'm as empty as anything. Because, but today, who is Abraham? His father of who? Nations. Do you know the Arab world, they are from Abraham? The Israeli, they are from Abraham? The whole of Middle East, they are descendants of Abraham. And they are the wealthiest people on the face of the earth. But in those days when God, Abraham, that you are the father of nation, 
it does not look so. That is why the love of God does not address me by my today. Everywhere you are seated right now, God is not looking at what you are looking now. God is looking into your future. God is looking into your tomorrow. That child, that child, that child, I'm speaking to a woman, that child, God is not addressing that child by today. God is addressing that child by tomorrow. And then God wants you to prophesy with him. That is why every time God wants to effect a change, he says, son of man, prophesy. Give expression to my word. That is what we call prophecy. Son of man, prophesy. When Ezekiel came to the, to the dry bone, it, God told him, son of man, can this bone live? Say, God, thou knowest. And God knew, I can change the condition of the dry bone, but you must be involved. God wants your tomorrow to be called today, but you and I must be involved. God told him, son of man, prophesy. If the prophet had refused to prophesy, the dry bone will still remain where they are. Is God not capable of bringing the dry bone together? He's capable. But as long as I'm not cooperating with God to give his power expression through the word of God in my mouth, the dry bone will remain dry. You remain in your state and you don't experience change of season as long as you are not cooperating with God. I want to pray for some people right now because I have about three people to pray with. I want to pray for people who know that today is their season of change. They just know as they began to hear the word of God that today is my season. It's my day of change. God is extending his love towards me today. So the people that want to step into change, you have not yet given your life to Jesus or you have backslidden. And you know that you are not in the place where God wants you to be. I told you, the moment you are not where God wants you to be, frustration steps sets in. Your life will be look, looking out of order because you are not in the place where God wants you to be. The first place to be is in the place of Jesus. It's in Christ Jesus. God wants you saved. God wants you forgiven. God wants to call you righteous. God is calling you holy. God is calling you forgiven. Every head bow, every eyes closed. If you are there, and you know that today is your day of season. Wave at me wherever you are. Say, Pastor, today is my day. Then rise upon your feet. I want to pray with you quickly. Wherever you are, wherever you are, quickly take a bold step. Just rise. Rise upon your feet wherever you are. I want to pray for you quickly. We don't have time. Quickly rise. Rise on your feet. God bless you, brother. God bless you. God bless you as you rise up. Anywhere you are, wave at me and then rise up. Take the bold step. Don't miss today because today will not be another day again. Just quickly rise up wherever you are. Now, listen to me. You repeat after me. And church, let's repeat it together. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for locating me for your blessing today. I open up my heart to you. Lord Jesus, as I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. And right now, I receive forgiveness of sins and cleansing by your blood from all my unrighteousness. For with my mouth, I declare Jesus as my Lord and Savior and with my heart I believe that he died for my sins and rose again the third day. By faith, I declare my sins are forgiven. I receive eternal salvation by grace. I receive new life in Christ Jesus. My life shall never remain the same again. Jesus is Lord in my life from today. Holy Spirit, I open up my spirit to you. 
take hold of me and let the kingdom of God find expression in me in Jesus name I'm going to pray for you right where you are standing just join your hand together I pray for you Father in the mighty name of Jesus I pray for every soul standing at the altar before you you say whomsoever sin will forgive they are forgiven them I pray that by the blood that you shed on the cross of Calvary every sin represented there and generational sin and iniquity let them be wiped off in Jesus name and I also pray for them whatever is a yoke in their life I command those yoke to be destroyed in Jesus name and I pray that Jehovah whatever mountain is standing before them by the power of your word let every mountain crumble in Jesus name fill them with your Holy Spirit grant them new life in Jesus name we pray congratulations just go with the ushers congratulations congratulations go with the ushers congratulations 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 god bless you let's clap for them as they go clap for them as they go hallelujah I told you I'm going to pray for three set of people. That is the first set of people. The second set of people I want to pray for is that you know within you that you are in a season that you are not supposed to be anymore. That you have because see when you are in a season that you are not supposed to be you feel the restlessness in your spirit. Because the Bible says God is the one that has the power to change time and season. Joseph was in prison. That was a season. And within 24 hours, the state of that man was changed by the hand of God. He came from where? The prison. He was located in the palace. I'm seeing people that within 24 hours, you will experience a seasonal change and shift. So, now, I'm specific now. If you know that within you, you know that you are in a season that you are not supposed to be anymore. Then rise upon your feet and quickly come to the altar. Wherever you are, quickly, 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 because our time is limited. Quickly, wherever you are, just quickly come. We're experiencing a season that you know, no, I am done in this place. I am done in this place. I'm coming to meet a God that changes time and season. If you cannot get to the altar, wherever you are, just stay there. If you cannot get to the altar, if you're on the highs, the prayer will get to you. If you're on the highs, prayer will get to you. So if you can't get to the altar, just, just stay on the, just stay wherever you are. Just make sure that the what you do for me, join your hand to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. Because I'll be joining my hand to the first person here. So make sure your hand is joining to somebody, to somebody, to somebody, wherever you are. Whether we are just join your hand to somebody. And then the prayer you are going to pray. Now, please, when you are praying at this altar, pray from your heart. You are going to ask the Lord, be specific. What is that season? And then ask the Lord, say, Father, change my time and season. Go ahead and talk to the Lord right now. Ask the Lord. Make it come from your heart. Say, Father, change my time and season. Lord, this season I am is not where I'm supposed to be. Father, change my time and season. I'm due for a change. Lord, change my time and my season. Change my time and my season. Be specific. Tell the Lord about that season you are that you are not supposed to be anymore. Because he promised that it's the God that changes time and season. Father, we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, we pray. Okay, I'm going to pray. Now, as I pray with this one person, 
I'm joining my faith together with everybody, linking through her. And the power of the Holy Ghost will go through everybody. Do we understand? So open your spirit up to receive. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you as the God that changes time and season. You don't like stagnation. That is why you allow seasons to be in the life of every individual. The devil is the author of stagnation. Is the one that his assignment is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus, you said that you have come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Abundant life finds expression when our seasons are changing according to divine timing. I pray for everyone at the sound of my voice. Everyone that the enemy is standing at the gate of their seasonal change. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every foul spirit. I rebuke every devil. I rebuke every stronghold. I rebuke every satanic resistance. Go in the name of Jesus. Break in the name of Jesus. But I'm asking this season, oh God, that by the power of the Holy Ghost, according to your word, step into their situation. As you change the time and season of Joseph from being a prisoner to a time, a prime minister, Father, from this altar, let there be divine changes. Let there be divine changes. Let there be divine lifting. Let there be divine promotion in the name of Jesus Christ. But I'm asking you that whatever they need to do personally to begin to experience a time of change of season, revealed to them by revelation. Let them begin to have dreams and vision from this very night in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, we pray. Put your hands together for Jesus as you locate your seat back. God bless you. It's done. It's done. It's done. Just give him thanks and then begin to prophesy yourself. It's my change of season already. Prophesy to yourself. It's my change of season already. It's my change of season already. Prophesy to somebody, it's your change of season. If the person is not receiving, then tell the person, it's my change of season. 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 Praise the Lord. I don't want somebody scream from there, from the other side. A lady saying, it's my change of season. Where is that lady? I had the voice of a lady from that angle. Who is the lady that just cried out there. Where is she? You are bold enough. Come, come, come forward quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I declare double whatever you desire by the power of the Holy Ghost. I ask the Lord to release the double grace of sinners upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I declare a double grace for sinners change upon your life in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, I told you we are going to do three things. How many have you done? Good. Who want to by the spy of the spirit determine what is the final thing we are going to do? Who want to tell us? Anybody? Praise the Lord. Listen to what you are going to do next now. I'm going back to the testimony I shared with you uh, about the revelation that God gave me. Now, as you go back home, recently the Lord spoke something to my spirit and listen, and I shared it with the church in Ireland. He said, son, 
the season has come for the church to begin to move in high level of wisdom is it because wisdom is the principal thing you know the last time I came here I shared a message about the difference between holiness and wisdom how many of you remember this message of the ten virgins five were wise and five were foolish you see what we are experiencing in this country we thought a man having integrity is equal to a man having wisdom holiness is not enough wisdom is needed because the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing what was the reason why the five virgins that missed the Lord why, why did they miss the rapture were they not holy why did they miss the rapture they were foolish God wants us to begin to move in high intensity of wisdom when Christ upon the, upon the face of the earth he was operating in dangerous wisdom and the people asked what wisdom is this that such mighty works are done by his hand they didn't ask what anointing is this is what what wisdom is this they didn't say what holiness is this what what wisdom is this in this season that the church has entered into is a season of the manifestation of kingdom wisdom this is what the Lord instructed me he said son I have a bank of wisdom it's called the book of proverbs it's how many chapter 31 chapter average the number of months in every month in the year most months are 31 he says, son, what you are going to do, which I'm telling you, the 30 now. He says, son, especially for people who are looking for armor of the world to eat their mountain. He says, son, everything you can ever need, wisdom you can ever need in life are for godliness that are located in that book. He says, every day I want you to consume one chapter. He didn't say read. What do you do? consume, eat it. When you want to eat the word of God, you, didn't want, you, don't, you are not only reading, you are also meditating and regurgitating and speaking yourself to yourself. In Psalms and hymns, you just speak the word to yourself. Watch it. It says, now, while you are trying, you are consuming the word, it says, at least one verse will jump out to you. It says, any verse that jump out to you, open a book of wisdom and write them down. And then while you are going through that day, find a way to express what wisdom that you have received. Are you catching me? I'm giving you tools. Revelation down from where? Heaven. I told you, right from when I was young, that is when God has been giving me revelation. I don't read them in books. When I share this among pastors, some of them, they just roll on the floor. And then someone would say, why God is not doing... I said, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't, in fact, when I was young, whenever God do, do, you know, revealed too much to me, I usually tell the Lord, I said, why are you showing me this? Why not show them to our pastor? Like the revelation of that woman and uh, the, uh, the DBD. I actually told the Lord, ah, you will send me to a woman that is my head. Uh, why not tell pastor to go and tell to the woman? He said, I am sending you. So every day, from tomorrow from when? tomorrow 
somebody say from now God, my sister come your season is now Amen. in the name of Jesus now so it's from now so that means when you get home before you sleep open to Proverbs chapter 1 and how do you do it what do you do it what do you do consume it and then while you are consuming when something come and jump if I jump out at you take that verse write it down and make sure the verse stays in your spirit you don't memorize the word of God you meditate the word of God until it becomes flesh and the word was made flesh the word doesn't, doesn't become flesh until you meditate it and it stays in your spirit when the word of God stays in your spirit you don't forget for life do you understand so as you do this every day you'll be increasing in wisdom you'll be increasing in what wisdom so in one month you will have had 31 verses banged in your spirit the second month another word 31 verses banged in your spirit then imagine you do that in one year you begin to when you come out of in the morning you just see yourself floating Because the word of God will be so much inside of you. The Bible says, I think it's in, a, in, a, in Acts chapter 19, verse 20. It says, so mightily grew the word of the Lord and it will prevail. See, there is a thing about the word of God. When you are going through something in life and the word of God starts expanding in your spirit, something will break out of your life as a reason of the content of the word without you even knowing. Because something will just break. Because the more of what the word of God you take in, the more of light comes into you. The entrance of his word, what does he give? He gives light. The lightier you are, the farther away darkness. There are some things as you obey what I'm talking to you, we never need to pray about anymore. You never just need to pray about some things anymore. They will disappear on their own. Because the word of God will grow mightily inside of you. Your spirit will become a giant spirit. So let's rise up together and pray for grace. The grace to become a consumer of the word of God. So lift up your hands to the altar. Father, I commit myself and every member of the church to your hand. Father, Lord God Almighty, when Apostle Paul was about to go, he said he commit the people and to the word of God that is able to give them inheritance. Father, in your kingdom, I'm asking you today that grace be released upon everyone in the house. The power and the grace to sit down with the word of God and consume it for your spirit to grow. Receive in the name of Jesus. I pray that from today, every one of you will begin to grow mightily in the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. And as I drop the mic, I want to encourage you. The place of the Bible, weekly Bible study is a place where the word is broken down for you to consume in a way to digest it easily. I want to encourage you, as I have seen you many here, cultivate a personal lifestyle habit of finding your way to the Bible studies on Wednesday. And you see that there will be a great difference between your life and the people that doesn't come. God bless you in Jesus' name. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087 or visit the Life Center 
at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.